0: Canada's finance ministers have struck a new Can- uh, Canadian pension plan deal. The agreement in principle was reached yesterday with employers matching increased premiums paid by employees starting in 2019. Of course, uh, Premier Wynne, a big proponent of an Ontario pension plan, and she in town uh, at Mohawk earlier on today, and then at the uh, Bay Area Economic Summit coming up, uh, which is on all day pretty much at the Royal Botanical Gardens, and she will be speaking there a little later on. Hello, Premier Kathleen Wynne. How are you today?
1: Hi, Scott Thompson. How are you?
0: Very good. Thank you for taking the time to join us. We really do appreciate this. Pleasure. Uh, First of all, uh, let's talk about the CPP. How much did your plan to start up an Ontario pension plan move this discussion forward?
1: Well, I think it was—I uh, think it was a critical factor, Scott. And I, I know you played a, kip, a clip earlier when I talked about uh, being a thorn in the side of my colleagues. And I, you know, I'll just—I'll uh, just restate that because every meeting I went to with my colleague premiers, every phone call that we had, I raised the issue of retirement security. They knew that our first, um, our first preference in Ontario to deal with the retirement security challenges here and across the country was to have a CPP enhanced. That was the starting point for us. And the only reason that we moved ahead to put in place an Ontario retirement pension plan was that we had a federal government in the Harper government that wasn't interested in building a consensus across the country and and didn't engage on this issue. So I kept raising it at the the table with with my colleagues because I was trying to find a way to move to that that consensus. Now we have a federal government that was interested in, that is is interested in working with the provinces and the territories and you know i think we see now that uh that that means that we can move ahead on some of these critical issues like uh like retirement security
0: critics of this plan of your ontario plan said that you were just doing this in order to create a pool of money to fund infrastructure projects and such now if that is replaced by an enhancement in the CC, uh, cpp what does ontario get uh, get out of that is there a chance to tap into those funds and do the same thing
1: well, those critics, those critics that said that that's why we were doing this were absolutely wrong, you know. This wasn't, Scott, this wasn't about creating the fund for investment. I mean, the, the CPP creates a fund, and the CPP makes investments, and that's, that's a good thing, and that benefits all of us in the country. But we were putting the ORPP in place specifically because we know that people in their 20s and their 30s and their 40s are not able to save enough. The vast majority of them do not have a workplace. Pension plan. Only about 25 to 30 percent of uh, of that uh, group of people has a, a workplace pension plan, and so we were heading for a situation where there was a, a whole generation of people who wouldn't have security in retirement. That's why we moved ahead with the ORPP because we were left no option, given that the federal government, the previous federal government, wasn't interested in, in working with us.
0: Is there any chance that Ontario could receive some sort of infrastructure funds or whatever through the? C- CPP in the future.
1: Well, there may, you know, I mean, those are those are decisions that the uh, the fund makes themselves, and they they make investments as they see fit. Um, and I I obviously believe that it's important that we find ways across the country to invest in infrastructure. But that was really a separate discussion from the discussion of retirement security, Scott. And you know, the huge benefit for the people of the province will be that young people who are beginning their work life now, who or who are in the the middle of their Work life, they'll be able to have an enhanced retirement. Uh, they'll be able to have a better, uh, a better retirement and more security because we are now able to make this change.
0: We were just speaking with Ian Lee, uh, Sprott School of Business, Carleton University. He was saying that this isn't supported by the data. That there isn't a crisis in the pension plan. That you're not including things like uh, investments outside of pensions, RRSPs, uh, home ownership, this sort of thing. Your thoughts on that?
1: Well, you know there are there are dueling sets of uh, of facts here, you know, and or sets of arguments. Um, the the advice that we have gotten, and the advice that I got before we ran on this in 2014, was that uh, that there was a concern. And in fact, Scott, there had been a fair degree of agreement in 2013 among finance ministers across the country um, that there did need to be uh, an enhancement. And then, because the federal government shut that. That down, then the discussion stopped so. Uh- You know the fact that um, a vast majority of people in this country do not have a workplace pension plan, which is, you know, which is different than previous generations where there has been uh, more of a reliance on workplace pension. The the reality that many young people are not able to save, I think, speaks to the need to have uh, an enhancement to CPP. Which you know, if we get this uh, we get this deal signed, that's exactly what it'll mean. Uh,
0: Let's move on to LRT. I know transit. A, a big uh, a big uh, you're a big proponent of and of course uh, moving Ontario uh, quicker from point a to point B a new agreement or rather uh, a note sent by MPs and MPPs in Hamilton today uh, supporting the LRT were you surprised when council voted to reaffirm their position on all of this
1: well I was yeah I I think I've said publicly. People may have heard me say that. Uh, you know, I was surprised that it became a discussion again. I, I kind of thought it had been decided and that we were moving ahead with the LRT. We want new transit in Hamilton. Uh, I want to build transit in Hamilton that's going to work for the people of Hamilton. And as you have said, public transit is a is a priority for this government. So um, the province and MetroLink are going to continue to work uh, with the city of Hamilton. And uh, you know, I hope that I hope that we can move ahead and uh, meet the timeline so we can get this stuff built.
0: Talk about the Bay Area Economic Summit that you'll be attending at the RBG and, and just the, the potential growth in this area
1: yeah you know I think I think Hamilton's got a got a bright future and uh, certainly the conversations that I've had with uh, with the mayor uh, indicate that there you know there are really a lot of good things happening in Hamilton and there's the potential for more economic development if we can get the infrastructure right which is exactly why to go back to our previous conversation exactly why I want to make these investments in uh, in the LRT I'm looking forward to speaking at the economic summit today uh, you know I think there will be lots of opportunities I mean what those what those Meetings uh, do is that they give people an opportunity to connect with each other and find opportunities that they might not otherwise. So I think that they're very, very useful gatherings of uh, of people who are interested in finding investment and finding partnerships so that uh, so that the region can grow.
0: Uh, I want to ask you about something that's near and dear to my heart, and, and and this is your your green energy plan, and just the cost that Ontario has has the burden that's been put on them uh, due to this. Uh, I think most Canadians, most Ontarians, want to save a, a plant, the planet, and provide a, a better environment for their kids and grandkids and such. But what do you say to those who are feeling the pinch and and even questioning the auditor general's report that said thirty seven billion dollars was spent on uh, on green energy. Plans over and above what needed to be. It was it was an over an overspending. Uh, I, I think most Canadians feel feel very passionate about this topic, but how do we do it and not go
1: broke? Well first of all um, Ontario is leading the economic growth in the country you know we're one one of the top two uh, jurisdictions in the country in terms of economic growth so um, quite the opposite of being in desperate straits we're actually we're actually doing better than most of the rest of the country Scott so that's an important piece to keep in mind um, unemployment is down in every region of the province we're creating 80,000 uh, net new jobs last year so so we're doing very very well. When I was down in, I was just down in Detroit and in Washington and Boston. And I, when I was in Detroit, I was uh, I was meeting with say, with automakers. And you know, we're we're seeing new investment in Ontario, so that's a very good thing. On the um, on the concerns around energy, I mean, the reality is that we're we're leading the pack in terms of having shut down our coal-fired plants. You know, those jurisdictions I just talked about, they're trying to figure out how to make a contribution to greenhouse gas reductions they're trying to figure out how to take part in um in the the climate change action that they know is needed for for the globe but that ontario is already uh is already doing in terms of electricity prices you know we have put in place programs scott designed to help people who are struggling with their electricity costs. So whether it's the uh, Ontario Energy Support Program, whether it's the industrial programs, so that we you know, we recognize that there are challenges on the the further climate change action that we're taking, we're going to actually take the revenue that we get from the cl- the cap and trade system and put money in people's hands so that they can retrofit their homes so that they can save more, so that they can buy electric vehicles so that they can actually Consume less and uh, and save money. So we understand that this is about making it easier for people. But at the same time, Scott, you're right. People believe that we have to take part in climate change action, and we're going to help them to do that.
0: Do you believe, though, that they, uh, the majority, or certainly a, a large portion of Ontarians, believe your heads in the right place or your hearts in the right place, rather? But question the fiscal responsibility of it all. You talked about the coal-fired plants and how the great reductions we have made. Uh, in- in that one sector, uh, are we going to see the impact of, of continually spending that way? I mean, obviously the coal-fired power plants were were a great coup, and and we all see the difference. But how much more of that can we experience on this sort of spending spree? Well, will we will well, we see the I benefit? Mean-
1: Well, I think the thing is, we, you know, we demonstrate. So the coal-fired plants were roughly 25 or 27 percent of our greenhouse gas emissions. We've shut down the coal-fired plants. Now what we have is in the transportation and building sector, that's where the bulk of our greenhouse gas emissions are. So that's why we need to target those sector. So we need to make sure that we work with the auto sector to develop electric vehicles, to find ways to have low-emission vehicles. Uh, we need to make sure that we work with the construction industry and the development industry, so that as we build new buildings, they are more efficient, they don't uh, emit greenhouse gases, and we need to help people to deal with their costs by putting the, re- putting the putting the revenue from the cap and trade into their hands. I think that you know the fact that we took a lead and we shut down the coal-fired plants and that that made a difference, I think that should, that should help to give people, not just in Ontario, but in other jurisdictions, confidence that, you know what, we really can make a difference. Because it can be pretty despairing, Scott, when we think about the impacts of climate change. And I think that rather than despair and rather than be faced with a future where insurance costs go up, where food costs go up, where we have further devastation of the environment, which is exactly what we're facing, There's no question about that. We can actually tackle this, and we can do it in a responsible way, and that's exactly what we're doing.
0: One more question. Is it hard to get Ontarians interested in electric cars when they see the price of electricity continue to skyrocket?
1: Well, um, you know, when people when people look at the uh, price of electricity versus the price of gas, and I know the price of gas has gone down, but the fact is that uh, if you don't have to fill up your car every couple of days, and uh, you can uh, you can uh, drive a car that's greener, and and you know, not only that, Scott, you can get on public transit, so you can take your car to uh, a public transit uh, station. Um, people are seeing that there are ways of doing things differently. It's not immediate. It's not overnight. You've seen in Hamilton the discussion around LRT. It takes time to bring people around, but um, it, it, people come around because they they know that uh, they know that there are solutions that are needed, and uh, and that's why they buy in. Is
0: there money to be made in green energy?
1: Well, we've already seen tens of uh, thousands of jobs created in green energy in Ontario. You know, I visit solar plants. There are um, there are uh, plants that are working on alternate solutions on wind turbines. So there, there's already business that has been created here. Even more importantly, there's technology that's being developed here, Scott, that uh, would not have been developed if we hadn't taken a lead in this area. And so when I go to China, or I go to India, and I talk to businesses, they're looking for that technology, they're looking for that brain power. And uh, a lot of the businesses that traveled with me to those jurisdictions are um, are those clean tech and uh, uh, information technology companies.
0: Ontario Premier Kathleen Wynne has been with us, of course, uh, in town today at Mohawk and later on at RBG for the Bay Economic Summit. Premier, thank you very much for the time. Much appreciated.
1: Thanks very much, Scott. Take care. Thank
0: you. You too.